Hello and welcome to the Minimum Competence episode for Monday, April 3rd, 2023. I'm your host for today, Andrew Leahy, a tax and technology attorney from New Jersey. In today's episode, we have February bar exam scores are down. Insurers of the Boy Scouts want a delay to exiting bankruptcy. Burford Capital is in the news for a big financial win. And it seems like this Musk guy isn't very good at tweeting. Let's all gawk at clouds and enjoy the breeze before we take a look at today's legal news. The scores on the February bar exam in the U.S. have fallen for the second consecutive year, with some blame placed on COVID-19 pandemic disruptions in law schools. The national average score on the multi-state bar exam was 131.1, a decrease of 1.5 points from the previous year, according to the National Conference of Bar Examiners. The decline is attributed to an increase in repeat test takers and the pandemic's negative impact on learning. First-time test takers saw the largest decline, scoring two points lower than their 2022 counterparts on average. Many of the first-time examinees were in their first year of law school when campuses shut down and classes abruptly moved online in the spring of 2020. Finally, it is worth noting about 72% of the February 2023 takers were likely repeaters, up from 68% the previous year. Burford Capital Limited, a litigation funder, has won a major victory in a lawsuit over an Argentina oil company. The company has financed former YPFSA shareholders in their legal claim against Argentina, claiming that the claims are worth over $7.5 billion before prejudgment interest. On Friday, a federal court in New York ruled that the country is liable for losses suffered by the 2012 nationalization of the oil company, but did not specify the amount of damages that Argentina will be ordered to pay. Burford shares rose over 30% before trading was suspended. We have talked about litigation funder Burford Capital Limited previously in the context of it having been accused by Cisco Corp of blocking it from hiring new lawyers in a price-fixing lawsuit after providing the food distributor with $140 million to pursue the suits. There, Cisco accused the funder of preventing Cisco from getting new lawyers and from signing off on a new fee arrangement for replacement lawyers. Burford denied the accusations, with its chief information officer calling Cisco's account of the situation disingenuous and inaccurate. Burford persisted in denying it was interfering with the independent judgment of its counsel. Litigation funding itself is a controversial concept. It is a process by which a third-party funder provides financing to plaintiffs involved in legal disputes in exchange for a portion of the recovery. The funder pays for the legal costs and other expenses associated with litigation in exchange for a share of any settlement or verdict. This type of funding is typically used by plaintiffs who are unable to afford the cost of a lawsuit on their own. Some have argued injecting an element of investment, or gambling, into the litigation process is asking for trouble, imagining issues along the lines of what Cisco accused Burford of engaging in. Elon Musk violated federal labor law with a 2018 tweet in which he said Tesla workers would lose stock options if they unionized, according to a U.S. appeals court. The decision upheld a ruling by the National Labor Relations Board ordering Musk to delete the tweet, which it said amounted to an unlawful threat. The case followed a union organizing campaign at the company's plant in Fremont, California, by the United Auto Workers. The court rejected Tesla's argument that the tweet wasn't a threat and just highlighted that unionized auto workers at other companies didn't receive stock options. Musk's prolific use of Twitter has landed him in legal trouble before, and his purchase of Twitter has landed him in all manner of trouble, from economic to reputational. There's a content warning for this last story for brief mentions of sexual assault. We don't speak about it specifically, just generally, but if you want to hop off here, we'll see you tomorrow. Insurers of the Boy Scouts have requested a delay in the youth group's exit from bankruptcy to allow them more time to appeal a $2.46 billion settlement of sexual abuse claims. The insurers, which include Liberty Mutual Insurance Company, have said the Boy Scouts bankruptcy settlement puts them on the hook for paying thousands of invalid and questionable claims. That's their terms. U.S. District Judge Richard Andrews in Wilmington, Delaware, rejected the insurer's initial appeal on Tuesday, finding the settlement was a good-faith effort to resolve claims by more than 80,000 men who say they were abused as children by troop leaders. The Boy Scouts have agreed to contribute insurance rights worth up to $4 billion to the settlement fund that they will pay abuse claims. 
Those insurance payments are in addition to the $2.46 billion already contributed to the fund by the Boy Scouts organization, its two largest insurers, and organizations that have chartered scouting units and activities, including churches. The Boy Scouts organization said it would oppose any effort to delay bankruptcy exit. The Boy Scouts filed for bankruptcy in February 2020 after several U.S. states enacted laws allowing accusers to sue over decades-old abuse allegations. Thank you so much for listening to Minimum Competence, your daily news podcast for lawyers. If you're looking for more than Minimum Competence, links to further reading on all the topics touched on today are in the show notes. If you have any questions or story suggestions, find us on Mastodon on the esq.social instance. I'm at Andrew and my co-host Gina is at Gina. Reviews go a long way towards helping new listeners to find our show. If you have a moment and can leave a rating or review on your podcast player, we'd sure appreciate it. And if you know someone that might be interested in a story we cover, consider sending them the episode. Minimum Competence is available at minimumcomp.com and wherever you get your finely crafted podcasts. We'll see you back here tomorrow. And until then, cling tightly and hold fast to your minimum competence. Minimum competence.